honesty is a good one. Like honesty just is. Truth just is. Now, yes, the situation might change and how you apply it might change. But one of the ways you can make sure that you don't get caught up in shit you don't need to be in or caught up in things you don't want to do or caught up in situations that don't look like what you want is to tell the fucking truth. What I want most for women everywhere is to stop playing small and step into your unique power so you can finally show up as the fullest, biggest, and truest version of you. But that requires that you first get crystal clear about who you are and then let go of everything that you're not. I'm here to teach you how to know yourself, trust yourself, and honor yourself so you can create a deeply aligned, deeply empowered, and deeply inspiring life. You know, the one you were actually sent here to have. Come on, let me show you how. Being in your sovereignty and showing up to your life as the fullest, truest, deepest version of yourself is really about like the simplest things. I was just thinking about that. Like when it comes down to it, we are talking about trust. We're talking about honesty. We're talking about choosing. We're talking about boundaries. We're talking about feeling, not feelings, but feeling. We're talking about pleasure, grief, joy. It really is about the simplest thing. It's about those things and then allowing them to exist. We spend so much time (laughs) trying to not allow things to come to the surface that ends up changing us. And so my thought for this episode, and I don't know if this would be like, I don't know if this is like episode part four in the sermon or if this is like part three and a half, but the thought that came to me is we really have to just choose where we want to go over and over again. And and it came to me because I was thinking about the last couple of episodes. And sometimes I'm always thinking like, for me, this work is so simple. It comes to me so naturally. It is the thing. Yes, I love design. I will always be a designer. I have a great aesthetic, beautiful eye. It now has shifted from the center of my business to something on the periphery. So, you know, I'm now at a point where like, I'm very particular about who I work with and who the clients themselves are, like personality wise. I'm just, I don't have a lot of bandwidth for a lot of shit anymore around that kind of thing. So, which is like a beautiful place. It's a place of evolution. But realizing with all of this work of self centering and self work, especially for women, I mean, it is the stuff that I read about. You know, I'm in a business accelerator and a couple of days this week, I've been up really late. And I mentioned that to the ladies and people are like, oh, my God, what have you been working on so late? And I'm like, it's like enrichment. This is not business. I mean, it is business work because it all goes into the business, but I'm not working on a project. I'm reading human design stuff, studying and researching human design things. I'm researching astrology things. I'm reading about the foundations of self-esteem and self-worth, just things like people are like, Dika, what do you do for fun? what do you mean what I do for fun? These are the things that I do for fun. Like this is what's enriching and enjoying and having conversations with my friends where 
they had this realization about this one thing or had this experience. And to me, it doesn't feel like heavy lifting. And so it's very integrated in a natural way into our lives. But it did make make me think about the podcast and sharing these ideas with you. And, you know, sometimes it's like, well, I wonder if people are like, damn, she's talking about the same thing over and over again. But what came to me is like, this really is all it is. Like, this is the work. And I have my shoulders up by my ears with my hands open, like, what's up? Like, this is all it is. This is the work. It is choosing who you want to be again and again and again and again and again. That's fucking it. We can add all these other things on and we make it complicated with the family and the story. But then this happened. But I got to tell you the background because, no, this happened. And then I said this and then they said that. Right. But at the end of the day, it still comes down to choice. And that's why I was saying in one of the episodes back, you know, people start to be like, yeah, 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 I got it. Mm, My thing is, you probably don't got it because if you got it, you wouldn't be. I don't want to say you wouldn't be here. But again, just the evolution of our souls. There is no quote unquote there. You never get there. There is no end. It's just a constant unfolding. And we are sent here to remind ourselves of who we are, remind ourselves of who we are as spirits and as manifestations of God. And so they're always, you know, part of the journey is forgetting. That's part of what happens. You forget and you're here to remind ourselves. But it just makes me think of all the ways we complicate what needs to be done or how we think. It's like sometimes I think about how people want to pronounce my name when they don't know it and people will be like, Daika, Dayaka, Dakea, Daika. Those are the ones that I get all the time. And I'm always like, no, it's just Daika. It's just like how it's written. Daika. Like there's no, you don't need to. And so I'm always, it's like my joke, but I'm always telling people like, you don't need to add any sauce on it. There's no accent mark. There's nothing that's silent. Just pronounce it as it's written. And so it makes me think of like all the ways we just complicate our lives because of really, and it's because of all the stories that are running underneath, like all the reasons we think we can't do something, all the things we're not worthy of something, all the reasons that we're not good enough for something, all the reasons, things that people teased us about when we were younger or our family would, was mean about, or our families will say, oh, you're shy. Oh, you're mean. Oh, you're bossy. Oh, you're this. And we start hearing these things from young ages. And that becomes like the identity and personality that we grow into. But the reality is, it's really just about like wash, rinse, repeat, making the same choice again and again. And honesty is a good one. Like honesty just is. Truth just is. Now, yes, the situation might change and how you apply it might change. But one of the ways you can make sure that you don't get caught up in shit you don't need to be in or caught up in things you don't want to do or caught up in situations that don't look like what you want is to tell the fucking truth. (laughs) Is to tell the truth, like be honest. And that does not mean that some of those conversations might not be difficult. It doesn't mean that somebody might not get their feelings hurt. It doesn't mean that you might not get your feelings hurt because somebody's being honest with you, whether it's a job, it's a relationship, it's a partnership, you're married, somebody might not want to be with you anymore, you know, you have kids, somebody doesn't want to have the child. I mean, there's all different types of things. You are always entitled to your feelings. But if something is true, you know, what we end up self-sabotaging one of the ways and self-abandoning and self-betraying by not honoring what is true. And so it's like in any moment. And so 
how do we back out of that? How do you not do that? Make the same choice again and again, like honor, you make the commitment to yourself that like, I'm going to tell the truth as much as possible. And, you know, let's not split hairs into like white lies and little situations. I think you guys are all old enough and emotionally competent enough to understand what I mean. But it's just like, that is like I was saying, in you know, one of the last either last episode or episode before that, like, it's an opportunity for you to show up as who you are. If you lie about that in this moment, you know, I don't believe in a God that punishes. So you're not being punished. But there are natural consequences to your decisions and your behavior. If you drop a baby off a third story window, the baby's going to fall and die. It's a law of gravity that just works. The law doesn't say, oh, this is a sweet, innocent baby. I'm not going to work for the baby, but I'm going to work in other times. No, the law is the law and it's just going to work. And so you have to kind of apply that same methodology to the becoming of yourself. And the becoming is really about letting go of everything that you are not. And again, like I said, it's hard to do that if you're not clear about the stories and the narratives and the traumas and the wounding and all of that kind of stuff that is surrounding you. And it's as simple as choosing and choosing again and choosing again and choosing again. And I always think, you know, for me, I think about marriage and Raquel And I used to talk about this. She actually used to get on me about it because, you know, from a legit perspective, I never really understood, like, how do you promise somebody 50 years? Number one, you don't know that you're going to be alive. Number two, sometimes, like, things just change. And nobody's the, it's not because somebody was cheating or because somebody did something wrong or because somebody was an awful partner, but it's just because people are growing to a different level of evolution. And so, For me, I've always thought the vows are more, I think, more fitting or meaningful vows. And maybe I'll feel different when I'm actually at the point that I'm, you know, getting married. But more fitting and meaningful vows are I will take care of me so that I don't put the burden of my emotional health on you. I will stay in integrity. I will show up as my highest self. I will honor you with truth and witnessing and all of these other things, but not. I'm going to be exactly what I am for you today in X amount of years. Because I think even though people aren't saying that exactly, they kind of are. Well, they aren't saying it exactly, but that tends to be the expectation. And it's just like, well, right. But how then can we make vows that are really honest, especially, I don't know, if you're not sure. And again, that doesn't mean that you're not sure about the person or the relationship. But I also have very like radical beliefs about relationships, which is for me, the point of a relationship is not marriage. It's for our combined soul growth and evolution. And you can love somebody and it can still be challenging, but they still helped you become the best version of yourself. I've talked about this before. Like, if I love you, I always love you. Always, always, always. And I recognize that everybody is just help bringing me back home to myself. If I choose that perspective, I can tell a story that you are attacking me, you're against me, you hate me, you ruined my life, it was a waste of time, blah, blah, blah. For me, no relationship is ever a waste of time. There's always data there for me to be mined. And again, the goal is not for us to end up in some commitment if, well, I should say it's not to end up in marriage. Like, yeah, we might want to be committed, but I'm not locking you into a fucking contract. Like, that's not how, you know, because I believe in God, that's not how the soul works. That's not how spirit works. Like. You know, sometimes 
the best way you love somebody is by letting them go. And again, that's just not really what I feel like we're taught about relationships. So again, I think how you, each of us have different lives and different stories and different histories. And like I said, traumas and wounds and all that stuff. So the stories of our lives look different, but the fundamental things are the same. You know, your life, as I said, is about choosing and choosing and choosing again and again. But if you rely on the fundamentals, the truth, the trust, the love, the faith, the joy, the pleasure, and those things are anchored in you, not I'm going to tell the truth that you can receive, or I'm going to trust you to the level you trust me, or I'm going to have some pleasure, not so much because I don't want people to see me wearing a bra top out because they're going to think I'm this and that. Okay, then you're not centering yourself. You're not being sovereign for damn sure. You're not centering yourself. You're not anchored in yourself. You're still too worried about what other people think, what other people are doing instead of you showing up as the fullest expression of yourself. And so some of these episodes might sound a little like, oh, this is like kind of the same thing. Well, I mean, (laughs) it's all the same thing. I mean, I think that's the you know, I always personify God in a certain way, like when I'm talking to people. And, you know, for me, God, and like I say, because I believe that God speaks to us how we speak to ourselves. And because I curse, that's the language that God speaks to me. And so God is like, yeah, bitch, I don't know why you thought it was more complicated than that. Yeah, it's wash, rinse, repeat. You hold on to these foundational things and you encounter the mountains and the valleys and the peaks and the lows. And for this person, it's red and that person is orange and this person is green. But as long as you have your bag packed with these foundational things, you always know how to come back home to yourself. You always know what to choose from. And it kind of correlates to, I don't know if I've done a podcast about values, but it's kind of correlates to how I think about values and what I say about knowing your core personal values. Like when you know your core personal values, that's what helps you answer the questions of your life. Because when you know what you believe in and what your foundation is, then you say, what would intimacy do here? What would faith do here? What would health do here? Oh, you get to a situation, a crossroad, you don't know how to respond, whether it's to somebody you're dating or a business opportunity, or maybe something you want to share publicly, but you're not sure because it's a personal story, but it's vulnerable, but it's blah, blah, blah. Okay. One of my values is intimacy. What would intimacy do in this moment? What would personal responsibility do in this moment? You have a fight with a family member, a sister, a friend, a partner. What would self-awareness do in this moment? Before I pick up the phone to start telling you about yourself, what would self-awareness do in this moment? And sometimes self-awareness would not do anything, would put the phone back down. And so when your bag is packed using, again, honesty and truth and faith, like I was saying, I don't know if it was last episode or episode before of when... Like, how is your soul speaking to you? And what are the things in your soul that are calling to you and you're kind of ignoring? Okay, but if your bag is packed with faith, that's one of your foundational things in there, then you go back to like, what would faith do? Faith would always know that the provision is always made when I need it. I don't have to worry about there being enough when I get to October because I know that some kind of way, now it might not be in a way that I imagine, it might not be in a way that would be my first choice, but I know that there will always be provision made down there. And when I get there, I know that it will be perfect. And so when that's packed in your bag, you're kind of able to go back to your crossbody bag and pull it out and move from there. And so 
it really becomes less, actually, as I'm thinking about this and talking, it's less about the choices and more about where you are choosing from. Oh my God, that's so good. I love when I say stuff that even for me, I'm like, Deka, that is fucking good. There is a choice and the choice is important, but it's less about the choice and more about where you are choosing from. If you don't know your values, if you don't know your, um, it's so funny because I keep turning to my right like I really have a crossbody bag on. Like if you don't know the foundational things that are packed in your bag, I can tell you right now, your choices are always going to be fucked up and you're going to be sitting there wondering, why am I here again? Why am I repeating this pattern again? Why is this showing up again? And then what ends up happening is there's something wrong with me. I don't deserve this. I'm not good enough for this and that. And it's like, no, sis, you went too far. It's not even all that serious. It's just that you literally have like rocks in your fucking bag. You haven't packed anything. You know, I mean, you're going to the Seychelles and you've got winter clothes for Ireland in your bag. Like you didn't pack anything that's going to help you here. And so because life is about in your life and your story is about choosing and choosing and choosing again and again and again and always having to choose who you are and who you want to be. That is what you're choosing. Is this who I want to be or not? Do I want to be this person or that person? Or you might have five choices in front of you, but the choice is always to choose in the direction of who you say you are. But if your bag isn't packed with, again, those foundational core value things, everything that comes after that is going to be fucked up. You can't not know what's important to you, not know your values, not know what you stand on, and then be surprised when you end up with a plate that's got a raw egg an orange, some Windex, some popcorn, and Fig Newton on it. None of that shit goes together. It looks like a mess because (laughs) you didn't even give the waiter any instructions. There was no foundation of like where we were even going to start. So I always have to lean back and think like about what I just said and kind of processing. I have to do it faster on the podcast though, because you don't see my face as I'm doing it. But yeah, don't overcomplicate the process. Remember that It's just a matter of constantly choosing who you want to be. And if you're making choices that seem like they're in alignment with who you are, and yet you are getting results or consequences that are not in alignment with who you are, there's two things. Sometimes you need to wait till you get a little bit farther down the road to look back because you just don't have enough runway to really see what your story is. But the other thing is, what I always go back to is, do you really know who you are? Because there are countless women that I work with. And I don't know that there's ever really been a time in my life that I would tell you I totally didn't know who I was. But then when I came in the orbit of certain people, it helped me to be clear with myself like, oh, Deka, there's some shit you need to tighten up. Oh, you're not really clear about that. Oh, you need to get clear about which direction you're going. And I don't mean like in terms of like life path. I mean, soul stuff. Like, who do you really want to show up here as? And so again, it takes that like personal honesty for you to really get real with yourself. Are you living in the story and the conditioning of what was created? Or are you really being the fullest expression of your soul? Because I will say most women you meet in this world are not, and I'm talking about probably 98% are not being the most unfolded, peacocked, blooming version of themselves. And so that probably means what's, you know, they've got some shit packed in their bag that they need to let go of. So anyway, we will say this is part four of this February sermon. I don't know if there will be a part five, but I do know that my birthday is next week. So we'll see what a COVID birthday looks like this year. 
And as always, interested to just hear your feedback and your thoughts about what I'm talking about this week, this episode and the choosing and the packing, the what's in your bag. See, if I was a pastor for real, I, would, I used to say that that probably will be like my fourth or fifth act, like, I don't know, leading a church. I don't know that I would call myself a pastor, but leading some kind of church, because that's what the sermon would be called, like what's packed in your bag. Because again, it's so important if you have shit packed, that is not for your intended destination nothing's going to be right when you get there. You know, I don't know how you're going to turn snow boots into flip-flops. I mean, you can do it. It will take a lot of, but all the time that you should have been on vacation in your flip-flops, you will have had to spend that time trying to convert your snow boots to flip-flops. Like it's just a fucking mess. That's not the way it works. And that's why for me, the work is always about like teaching women how to be themselves, how to understand what that means, how to meet yourself, the unconditioned part of yourself, not all the stories and the narratives and the roles and the rules, but what your soul is telling you to do and moving from there. So thank you for listening. Yeah, it's been a good February. So I'll talk to you guys soon, maybe after my birthday. I don't know. We'll see what happens for my birthday week. But yeah, I'll be back soon.